Hey, are you a friend of a Pacific Northwest musician or comedian? Yes, you are, because right now they're forcing you to listen to them on the Northwest Convergent Zone. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergent Zone. everybody welcome back to the northwest convergence zone show big d here as i am with you each and every week thanks for stopping by a lot of people out of the country listening to us last week we want to say thanks and hello in whatever language you're listening to out there uh, aloha yeah there were some of that and lots of people from europe i don't know what was going on last week but uh they maybe had a week off or something because a lot of people checking in uh over here is my man gimmer gimmer how you doing bud I'm doing pretty dang good, pal of mine. Awesome. It's good to have you on the show. Saint and the Wonder Boy back there, Squeeze, is off today. And Double D, what's happening in your world? Just working. <laughs> that's it's exciting. That's all man, I like. A man of many, just, many words. <laughs> I just work, man. I love to work. And he works hard on our show, and we do appreciate that. Uh, it's funny, though, because when we go out and about and everything, we always, people meet Double D, and they're like, you're always the quiet one. And it is true. It's yes, totally he true. He's quiet, but he does a lot of stuff. So, uh, hey, big week going on in the Northwest. Got to lead off with uh, some sad news, though. Uh, Big Joe, who was on our program for over a year, an integral part of our program, and uh, had to uh, hang it up for some personal reasons. And one of those was that his mom was has been very, very sick and struggling for quite some time. And she passed away this last week. Mm-hmm. So our thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to Big Joe and his family. And it's a tough time. He, he lost his dad several years ago, and now his mom is gone. And so, Big Joe, we're thinking about you. And, uh, Love you, Joe. Hope everything you know works out over there with that. On the brighter side, and I know this helped cheer Big Joe up, the dogs won. Bam. That was a tough game. It was a lot closer than a lot of people had anticipated. Last week I said 50-50. I said it was 50-50. I thought the Cougs were going to do it, but they Cougged it as always. Well, the dogs were trying to Coug it, though. Yeah, they were, but they they prevailed. Now they're going to a bowl game. You know, it's funny, you know, uh, I don't know what, 10 years ago or whatever, if the dogs hadn't been been invited to the Holiday Bowl or the Alamo Bowl or whatever, Sun Bowl, they would have been disappointed. Like, really? That's all we're getting? Now they're like ecstatic. Yeah, we're going to the Holiday Bowl. Exactly. (laughs) So it's weird how... But hey, one up on my team. My team's not going to any bowl game. I can't believe Texas is not going anywhere. (sighs) And another good news for today, the Hawks won. They were looking kind of shady in the first half, but they came out and and nailed it. Well, because the rest of the team started doing uh, things outside of the Hasselbeck zone. He really didn't. He tried to lose the game for us, but the (laughs) the rest of the team rose up (laughs) and uh, (laughs) And took over. We're carrying this team, brother, not you. Uh, another weird thing that's going on uh, in Tacoma, anyway, is that Nally's is going down. You know, it's like a member of the family. That is who's very been on life support forever, but you know. But uh, Nally Valley is—I mean, still driving. You know, on 16, you look down in there and you call it Nally Valley, yep. even though it hasn't been really been Nally Valley for quite some time. And Nally has been a mainstay name in our town 
for you know decades and so does that mean the end of chili and chips and no, or they're doing no. it somewhere else yes they're doing it back east because they have a they have another warehouse that uh it's closer to where all the the uh, or the products of origination come from the walla walla onion uh, apparently <laughs> i don't know so you know what's crazy is uh i don't think i'm gonna eat another can and alley's chili ever because you know what <sighs> Man. For all you Ranier fans out there, Vitamin R, Rainier fans, come on, you all know that it's not brewed from our mountain water anymore and hasn't no. been for a long time. Well, the same thing with yeah, Nally's. Nally, I know. The, it's sad. The, the sweet old ladies that down there canning your beans, they're, they're, they're going to be in different hands now. <laughs> Foreigners, but I love state. Nally's chili. I mean, I, I don't know that I can I say I'll, I'll never eat another can I'm or done. anything, but uh, done. okay, well, uh, can, you, can, I have done. Your, can I have yours? Nally's chili done. Load up your trunk, bring it over. Bring it it over looks right like now. you've already had his. Dude, I've got like 14 <laughs> cans in my shelves, so <laughs> you are cruel. Uh, also, it was a pretty quiet week as far as I'm concerned for shows, although there was a great show on uh saturday night down at the new frontier that i didn't make it to i really wanted to go down that was girl trouble and the dignitaries didn't happen to make it but i heard it was off the hook good um but yeah it was just a real busy week and we forgot to get to this though saint didn't you go to the tacoma comedy club uh over the thanksgiving weekend saw mark skip skippy price that guy from uh family ties. family ties and how was that can you it was really good, he says. And uh, I know Adam Norwest, one of the co-owners, is in town, and they got some stuff going on there. He's going to be performing. And Jeremy, aren't you going to be there? Yeah, be there this week. Yeah, Who's this guy over here? Mr. Whitman. Jeremy Whitman's sitting in on the podcast today. He's a very, very funny comedian. And if you get a chance to go out and see him, I highly recommend it. But there's some big – this is a big week. I mean, almost – well, starting on Thursday night, I have – Every night filled. It's like my dance card is full, so I got to get rested up the first three, two or three days. I know. You got to plan for it, man. Because, okay, starts Workout. off Thursday night, Dick Dale. Yep. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen with Jimmy Dale, his son, and a couple of uh, Rat City Brass and the, the fucking Eagles are opening for him. Yep. And that that's, starts at 9. Dick Dale won't be hitting the stage till like, probably 11.30. I know. So, everybody... The, the Eagles are opening for them? The fucking Eagles. Oh, it's a different band? <laughs> it's a completely totally different band. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hell froze back over, and those guys are done. But, uh, so yeah, Dick Dale is, is in town, and that's only 20 bucks, and I'm going to be there. On uh, Friday at Hell's Kitchen is that the Christmas Bash. Yep. The musician Tacoma Musicians Christmas Bash, and that is going to be at Hell's Kitchen. And I think that starts at eight, I believe. But I'm not positive. It's like sounds about right. Show up at eight, have so, a beer. Yeah, have a beer, have a have a hamburger or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then for me and for those of us you who are lucky enough to have tickets, Roger Waters is at the Dome. On Saturday, doing the entire wall. That's going to be off the hook great. Then uh, New Frontier on Sunday, we have uh, Trees Without Leaves and the uh, Brotherhood of the Black Squirrel. Yep. So <laughs> mark your calendars, folks, because it's a busy weekend and it's all heading into the holidays. And then, of course, Whitman, you are at the Tacoma Comedy Club on... Oh, the ninth Thursday. Thursday the ninth. So if you're, you're getting burned yeah. out on the bands, go down and the see some comedy. The fucking Beatles will be opening <laughs> for me. <laughs> have yet to hear them, but I'm sure they're stellar indeed. <laughs> All right, we have a packed show for you. We've got lots of bands, and uh, Whitman's going to chime in here or there. And uh, we're going to open up with a, uh, another artist off of the Maurice the Fish family. This will be Raymond Hayden and the Dark Drive Home. Mm -hmm. 
It's a funny thing Makes the world go round Takes care of everything Love Makes you want to see Tell the whole damn world It was meant to be What you're listening to right there is Raymond Hayden and the Dark Drive Home. The song is titled Love. That's off of their CD, Breathe. And we have Raymond, Nick, Dave, and Susan in the studio with us. Guys, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you in. Another Maurice the Fish artist, uh, Tacoma label. And uh, let's tackle that first. Now, Raymond, we've had you in before talking about Maurice the Fish. As uh, as a label and who you have on there, and now we're talking. We've been talking to several artists from your uh, fold. We had uh, Blues Redemption on last week, and now we have some more in here today because we're big supporters of the local sound, the local scene. And uh, tell us a little bit about um, you guys as a group, and how does that how does that cross relate? Running the business and then trying to be, you know, an artist on the label as well. Well, I'd like to, but that's not on the list of questions that my lawyer approved. <laughs> so, no, um, let's bring him in. Yeah, let's bring him in. <laughs> well, you know, just real quick, uh, you know, uh, about three years ago or so, uh, when my album September Sky came out, um, Dave sitting over here on my left and Susan, you can see that out there, right? Left. Um, we're involved. We'll in trust that, you. You trust me. They were involved in that album. Um, and so we were already a group. It was just kind of under my name. Um, but we all worked on it, helped produce, Dave played guitar, Susan sang, and helped produce vocals. Um, about the same time as the album came out in September of that year, uh, that's when I decided to start the record label. And, um, you know, like a lot of artists, independent artists like Ingrid Michaelson, they have their own record labels, they create their own record labels to support their, their groups. And that was kind of what I did, but like we talked about when we were here before, we wanted to have, uh, you know, bring our network of people in. And so when that happened, um, just, you know, being, I was in another band at the time, consequently called Maurice the Fish. Um, <laughs> anyway, and actually Nick ended up playing bass in that, in that group as well. But uh, that group ended up folding. And um, at that time, uh, Dave and Susan and I had got together because we've been friends for a long time. Actually, Dave and I were in the military together back in the 80s. And um, <clears throat> that's a whole nother show. It's exactly <laughs> what you think. It's yeah, exactly yeah. what you think. <laughs> oh, boy. We, yeah, he, we don't want to know what you guys did because uh, we might all be in trouble Well, here. he bought a used car for me, so yeah. <laughs> That says it. So now, as a, as a group, the Raymond Hayden and the Dark Drive Home, let me just ask you about the name. The Dark Drive Home, what's the significance? Well, um, basically, we were all sitting around the kitchen one time, and uh, one of the guitar players, another friend of ours, uh, was getting ready to leave, and he simply, as simple as this, he said, boy, I'm not looking forward to the Dark Drive Home. Ding. That's it. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding. And I just went, Wait, hey, what, hey, that's great. Awesome. And, yeah, because it has lots of different meanings on, on several layers. 
You know, uh, could be talking about a personal journey. Could be talking about as simple as just a drive home. Yeah, uh, it's very historical too. A lot of people, you know, didn't want to leave and go out because it was dark on the trail and the path and everything. Oh, sure. And what else have you got? Keep going. I Come could on. keep going. Man. I'm, I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting for him to break. He's going to break into the chipmunks. I'm going to bring the hook out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny, and uh, these guys are giving me hell, going, "Why are we here? Ray's going to talk the whole time." So it'd be great if these guys, you guys, chime in for sure. But it's funny because. <laughs> You know, you you come up, your things come up, and you really like them. And then later on, you find out that they have other kind of meaning too. Because um, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan. Chime, chime. That's oh, it. chime. Nice. He chimed in. That was Nick Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and, and they're a very dark group. And also, um, I'm a pretty goofy guy as it is. But when I write music, it's always very dark and reflective. And so it kind of kind of ties. And what do you guys think? Yeah, I like that name from the beginning when you guys had had said that, and it does have all those meanings for us as well. Our music's fairly moody, <laughs> so it uh, it makes sense. Kind of like Nick. No, who's oh. who's the yeah. who's the primary songwriter? Uh, and uh, tell us, everybody, what instruments you guys are playing. Well, I'll start just because you asked the song. Uh, right now, I'm the primary songwriter, but that has actually, as the group has been changing, um, actually, we're all starting to take more. Um, care of that aspect of it. I mean, a lot of times I'll write music and Nick will write vocals. The song you just heard, Love, um, I wrote, initially started the music, came up with the first verse. Nick and Susan and I got together um, and came up with the second verse and part of the chorus. And then Dave came up with the bridge. Um, and so we're starting to, primarily me, but it's starting to move out as a group. It's starting to be a collaborative effort. Yeah, absolutely. And is that creating tension or you guys are happy with that? Only with Susan and I. <laughs> Yeah. Can't stand no, it. No, it's good. The, 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 when you have more people involved, songs. So, Susan, and you're playing the... I'm actually a vocalist. Vocalist. Yeah. Dave. And I'm on guitar. Nick. Uh, on the song you just heard, I'm actually playing djembe, which is hand drum. Most of the time I play bass guitar or acoustic guitar. Very good. Very good. Where's, so, where's the keytar? I, I thought I heard a keytar in there. No, no one? <laughs> that was you. Was. Yeah, but you I didn't get credit for it. I was visualizing it. my own video in my head, <laughs> and I was like floating on clouds, and I had this guitar. Well, Susan plays a mean auto harp, too. Yes, so. nice. So now how long, Not credited on the album, either. How long have you guys been together as this uh, the Raymond, Raymond Hayden and the Dark Drive Home? And also tell us where people can come and see you guys play. Go ahead, Dave. Jeez, well, I don't remember how long we've been together. I think it's been, what, about, uh, as this incarnation, about three years, you think? How, how long have you been with us, Nick? Because you joined a little Less late. than a year. Less than a year? So maybe it hasn't been that long. <laughs> but it seems like three years. Ray, Ray and I have been playing for over 20 years, and you know, internationally in, in here. And, and Susan, of course, joined in with the September Sky Project, so that's how long that ago was that? That was about three years ago. About three yeah. years ago. Yeah. So somewhere in there. And where, where can people see you guys play? Um, you get Mandolin Cafe, uh, The Tempest, The Swiss. Um, soon we're, we're getting ready to play a call, place called Vino Bella in um, Burien, working on a place called A Terrible Beauty in Renton. Um, yeah, a lot of, you know, uh, I mean, all of us, I, I mean, as our group, that's primarily where we're playing right now. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. And the, you guys are working on a new CD that's coming out uh, in 2011, in the new year. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what we can expect on that and where people can get your CDs that are out right now. Sure. You want to talk about it, Nick? Come on, Nick. Say something. <clears throat> uh, well, the new CD is uh, mostly written by Ray. There's a couple tracks that Ray and I wrote together. Um, it's it's really piano-based. Um, I don't even know how to... I, don't, I hate saying, like, piano-based pop because it just makes me sound silly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's kind of just a collaborative effort of us, you know, just trying to, like, get you know, what we are feeling at the time out, you know, just as most albums I feel like are. Does it have, does it have a working title? 
Yeah, breathe, actually. Breathe. Yeah, oh, breathe is breathe. actually the oh, title to Borrowed yeah. some Pink Floyd stuff, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It, and it's funny because the actual song I wrote called Breathe, mm-hmm. um, we gr- decided as a group. <laughs> Was not good, so I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, but but it was the weakest song on the album, so it's, it's just how it evolves. Yeah. But the cool thing, the cool thing is, is I mean, we are going to we are going to do one cover on the album. It's going to be Silent Lucidity, and and oh really? Yeah, and we're doing not um, to Seattle, some Seattle Queensrÿche. Absolutely, um, and it's a great tune. It's very Floydy. Susan, actually, we have a female singing the vocal, the lead vocals. Um, we kind of put a little bit of a different spin on it. Um, instead of starting the uh, out, the song out with acoustic guitar, it starts out with keyboard. Then the second verse comes. I mean, just naked, no strings, just keyboard and Susan. The second verse comes in, then everything kind of pops in. Nick does some nice belt bass swelling, but yeah, it's gonna. And then other than that, it's gonna be a, a lot of originals. Um, the other albums, um, "A Doorway to Your Tears," uh, "September Sky," can be found on iTunes, Amazon.com, and then also MorrisFishRecords.net. Yeah, very, very good. Now, you guys, um, as you look into the new year, and let me just ask you guys about your direction, and you also, Raymond, as the Maurice the Fish direction it's a new year um i know you guys had a really uh bang up 2010 you guys did a lot of great stuff we went out and saw rick Beatty, and we've seen uh we we had Heidi Velatica on here and we had a lot of your artists through here and we have seen them and so forth you guys have corralled a very nice you know wide-ranging musical family in maurice the fish and uh what what what's in store for next year, are they all coming out with CDs? Is, what are the projects in the works? And where do you guys see you, yourselves through next year? Oh, that's a mouthful. Um, Come on. Wow. Well, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> Did you write that down? Did you write that down? Did you get all that? I feel like a politician. <laughs> Where's my teleprompter? Uh, no, okay, let's start with, uh, let's start with, the, with the easy part. Um, our, this group here, uh, Raymond Hayden and the Dark Drive Home, we actually have been kind of on a, hi- a hiatus for the last couple months. Um, this is the lower part of the year. We're just kind of getting things in line so we can get prepared to record the album. And um, so our direction is actually there's an aspect of our direction that's unknown at this point. I mean, we're going to still play. We want to break into the, into start going a little bit north with gigs, you know, break outside the normal market. But mm-hmm. the, the group as it is, is going through some changes because we do not have our percussionist. Um, so we're lo- trying to decide, you know, whether we're going to stay as acoustic or go with more drummer, more, acu- more acoustic. So that's a question I can't really answer right now, other than this, you know, the gigs you asked us about, where the, sure. uh, the other places we play. As far as the label, um, we're, yeah, 2011 is going to be huge. Um, Susan and I, um, you know, I brought Susan on as a as a, a co-owner with me a couple months ago. Was yeah. it a couple yeah. months ago? Yeah. And um, it's, it's nice because she's able to help balance me out. And we have a, <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm the idealist. She's the realist. And um, yeah. she brings the book, books. No way, dude. <laughs> yes, exactly. Feet on the ground, please. Feet on the ground. <laughs> um, the new inception of the, of the record label as of about six or seven months ago, mm-hmm. um, lots of great things have happened. We're continuing our relationship with the Tacoma Rainiers. Um, they're actually going to have some of our acts um, on opening day for um, nice. for the new stadium. They already have our acts doing the national anthems, and we're actually on call. Actually, the entertainment director calls me whenever someone um, drops out and they pop in. Um, Susan and I just met with a, a, Starbu- a manager of Starbucks, a guy named Jeremy Wolfson. He's he works at, he's the manager of the pilot office in Kent. And they just um, he just got corporate to allow him to spend the money to get licensing. So 
Um, we start doing. We're going to start doing music in the new year in the Starbucks stores. Maybe get some CDs in there. That's yeah. that would be the ultimate goal. Absolutely. That, going there. Um, where else we're going to we're going to be going? Right now we have a very strong friendship with Sure. As you guys know, you guys had Dave Mendez in yeah, here. Yeah, that was great. Great. And, and I just talked to him the other day. He had a great time. And he we, said he's going to be coming back through here in May and want, would like to come back in. Cool. Here yeah, we'll definitely have him back in. We got a lot of good response from him being cool. on here. Excellent. Excellent. I was, you know, to be honest with you, I was a little nervous about that because it's, it's very technical. And right. so I got a lot of great response from people. Thanks for having that guy on. That was really interesting. Cool. Yeah, that was a long interview, too. It was a long interview. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long interview. I know. I listened to it, too. I was like, <laughs> it was good. No, it was well, good. The, the backstory on that is when he walked in, because uh, he came straight from the airport, and he said, um, so how long do we have? You know, what's this interview? And I'm thinking he wants to get out of here, you know? So I'm like, well, we got 15, you know, maybe 20. And he was like, really? I'm used to like hour long interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah, we're no. not, but we'll. Yeah, like, oh, here we go. Here, here we go. go. <laughs> Take a deep breath and yeah. oh, boy, here we go. All right. Well, our guest today has been Raymond Hayden in the Dark Drive Home. We want to thank Susan, Dave, Raymond, and Nick for coming in. Their CD right now that it's out is titled Breathe, and the song we heard earlier was Love. They also have a new CD coming out in 2011. And uh, oh no, breathe! That's, it's coming out. That's the one that's coming out. That's the one that's coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, sorry right. about that. So anyway, best of luck to you guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks We're big supporters Thanks. of Thanks. Maurice the Fish Records, obviously, Excellent. and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys playing here real soon. Thanks a lot, Daryl. Thanks, Daryl. Thank thanks. you. Oh, and thanks for the chipmunk um, song there. No problem. It'll be in your head all day. Yeah, maybe all week. song it's off the cd edged in ashes our guest today seven's revenge dusty and Kristen in here with us i'm excited about this these are some fellow texans that have yeah. relocated yes, to the northwest and uh that's always welcome in the cave and on they're the everywhere conversion we are everywhere man uh <laughs> welcome into the program you guys thank you thank very you. much for having us uh it's great to have you in wonderful vocals there that is uh that is some great stuff uh let's talk about seven's revenge i know you said 
that you came here um, for music and also being re relocated uh, through the military and so forth. How did you guys come together and how did you form Seven's Revenge? Well, we actually went to high school together and uh, reconnected on uh, MySpace and um, both had, yeah. Are people actually still on that? No, not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> it's been a while now. It's Tumbleweeds and crickets. You guys are the last two. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a few years now. Okay. And so we, uh, we actually had music in common we were actually in band together in high school and um what was your band were, teacher's name uh roger ashcraft <laughs> did you make jo ashcraft that's brutal you can imagine yeah yeah <laughs> nice so damn, you know. that's where edge and ashes <laughs> yeah. <come from>. yes. <laughs> uh, so you guys reconnected and then uh how did you make the decision to come up to the northwest or were you already up here? I wasn't. She was. She'd been here for about 10 years. And um, I moved up here, and we just started writing, working on stuff together. And it just, we, it was kind of one of those things. It was like, hey, we'll see how it goes. And it just jived. It jived very quickly. And we were just writing song after song after song. And, you know, here we are. So. And um, so when you guys started the Seven's Revenge, and, you, uh, you know, you guys were writing your songs, then I, I assume you guys, well, let's see if we can you know, garner an audience, play around town or whatever. How did you get hooked up with Maurice the Fish through that process? We actually um, met Ray through Kim Archer. And uh, we started playing open mics at uh, MPCC. MPCC, I always say too many Cs. Anyway, Northern Pacific Coffee Company. And uh, we'd ran into Kim, and uh, she introduced us to Ray, and this things really just fell into place. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it, isn't it? Yeah. I'll let you say something. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, military, you are up here in the Air Force, which is a big, you know, obviously that's a big you know, population up here. And uh, did you, coming from Texas, it's way different up here. What? Did you, did, it's a little. <laughs> did you decide, like a lot of the military people, like, I love it up here. I'm just hanging out or were, you know. Was it just, I'm going to hang out for a while? What was the decision and, and you know, just hang it staying? Well, I, I actually loved it up here as soon as I got up here. And I made the decision um, shortly after I uh, joined the military that I was going to stay up here because I like to uh, do outdoor stuff and, you know, the mountains and the water. Not quite as hot. Yeah. And no rattlesnakes. No. Scorpions. Hardly any snakes. Scorpions. No bugs. Hardly. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting bit by mosquitoes every night. Uh, I'm, I'm going to the wrong places, apparently. Man. Snakes, mosquitoes. No, poisonous snakes. I must, maybe I attract them. That's you might. They I come out well, of the what are you over in eastern Washington? Yeah, sure. There's a little bit of that over there. Yeah, yeah. That's a little, that's a different little Washington, dab of Texas. Though, yes, Washington. it is. It's a whole different world. But, so you like... Um, you like uh, Mountain climbing and hiking and... Well, not really like mountain climbing. I like to go hiking. I mean, I'm not like rock climbing like straight up a wall or anything. I will do a little bit of vertical. Yeah. You know. Mount, mountain climbing to me is a broad thing. You know, you could be a rock climber or you could be somebody who just... They're on a gravel path and they're with their dog. Is that rock climbing? And they're mountain climbing. Oh, I Did see. Did I say rock climbing? I don't know. Pay attention. I, I'm trying, man. I'm concentrating on these two lovely ladies that are in front I of know, us. I know, I am too. But, we're we're uh, chatting it up. <laughs> what I, <laughs> your, the musical stylings that you have, it's very beautiful. And it does have a, 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 a southern texture to it. And, but yet, it's not, you wouldn't define it as like <clears throat> country music or um, you know, like a southern lullaby type, type thing. But there's definitely some overtones to it. How, tell us how you guys see your music, feel your music, and what would you describe it as? 
You know, it's really evolved for us from the very beginning. Um, we're releasing an EP, which is basically just an example project of, of what we're doing, and it's all acoustic. And you can hear almost backwards in the CD the transition of what we've done. We started out writing more of what you're talking about, the kind of that little bit of country feel, and I'm still trying to work on my accent. I know it's still there a little bit. She, it's no. beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful, but no, I there's no love it. There. Oh, well, thank you. See, I get, I get both. Some people are like, eh, not so much. But, but <laughs> <laughs> so tell I've Raymond been, to knock that off. No, well, get, she gets made fun of a lot. <laughs> I do I get made fun of quite a bit? Do you? I, when we're done, I'll tell you how to knock to get that, get those people off your back. But anyway, t- <laughs> go ahead with your describing your music. So, and then we've we what we originally really wanted was to have a full band of hard rock, and it just that doesn't always work out. And we found that writing acoustically has lent itself to to a better sound for us at the moment, but we, we continue evolving. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your uh, Facebook, and it has down here, rock, alternative, goth, and metal. Where would the goth come in? That's up- the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, statues would be one. Yeah. You know. It's pretty uh, Gothic statues? Yeah. Okay. Well, there Every, are gothic statues. There, there are. Gargoyles, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil was all the statues okay, yes. on the cover. I mean, okay. come on. Give me some credit here, folks. No, you got it. I did. It I just, nailed it. Come on. It took a moment. For <laughs> Click. <laughs> me to figure you out. So uh, let's talk about a couple of shows that you have coming up on Wednesday the 8th. That's this coming Wednesday at Tempest Lounge, which is right here in Tacoma at MLK and around 9th Avenue. Seven to nine, that's an acoustic set, right? And then for those of you who are uh, looking for something on the 24th to do, that's Christmas Eve, uh, you're by yourselves or you just want to get out of the house and escape the relatives or whatever, go down to the Harmon or the Hub. You have two gigs that night. Yeah, we're starting out at the Hub that evening about 6.30. And then I don't have a definite time for the Harmon just yet, but Kim Archer will also be playing both venues. Very nice. You guys playing right into Christmas or... <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Actually, I think it's going to be a, like a, a going about ten o'clock at nine. Then we'll be done. Very, very good. Have to get so now, when people come out and uh, see you guys, uh, see you ladies doing your thing, what can we expect from a show? What 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 are we seeing when we come to Seven's Revenge? Got something for that? <laughs> you go ahead. You're doing a good job. <laughs> um, well, currently, you're going to get a fairly high-energy uh, show, and you're going to get a lot of what we feel like, and we've been getting pretty good feedback as far as strong original music. We have obviously mixed in uh, cover music as well because people like to recognize and know what they're, they're hearing. And we like, to, uh, we like to get songs that have been kind of forgotten. They're kind of in the alternative genre, and they've been a little bit forgotten. They're more of like our generation, like people who graduated in the late 90s. It's kind of that early, mid-90s Thank you for putting me in rock. that generation. Who put you in that generation? She said like our generation. She I wasn't assume... saying it our as in we. Oh, dang. Excluding you. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> well, I could have been, but I mean, I can. <laughs> yeah, include me. But uh, <laughs> that's great. Now, um, your album or your CD, mm-hmm. see, that I'm not in that generation because I still say albums. Uh, we, we still say albums. CD, we say album also. Edged in Ashes. Mm-hmm. How long has this been out? And we actually just finished it today. So wow. We're, we're, oh, yeah. so it's hot off the press. Right. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> it is hot. And so the only thing we have left now is packaging. And actually this Wednesday at the at the at Tempest, we're going to have a handful of them. We're gonna, it's going to be rough packaging, but we're going to have them for sale for probably $5. So you got to package that as the limited edition. Exactly. Yeah. Limited CD edition. release. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, put a number on that and sign it, and you guys are off and running. People just snatch those up. <laughs> we're hoping. This is the pre-release. Uh, that's... That's great. And um, 
So 2011 is coming up. We're you know we're in the latter parts of this fine 2010. What's coming up for you guys? What do you guys see for next year? Are lots more shows around Tacoma? Are you looking to branch out, uh, latch on to a national act and become super megastars or what? You know, we all want that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're going uh, And the yeah, Grammy nomination to the goes to... By the end of 2011, for sure. There you go. <laughs> so, um, actually, we're going to be in Anchorage, Alaska. We're going to hit as many venues as we can there. If we're going to be there for about six weeks. And then um, hoping to hit Texas again. We just got back in October and we hit a couple venues there. So we're trying to really branch out definitely want to get more in the seattle scene tacoma is great it's great for music but we really want to expand on that absolutely you know we love our tacoma bands but we want them to get out there and let people find uh find out about them because we have a great scene a multi-talented amazing scene here in tacoma and it's one of the reasons we're here is because we want to get the word out and we want to get groups like you and all the bands that we have in here who are so talented we're going to get the word out and how and let people you know become exposed to what we have going on right here we don't want to be stingy about it and um so best of luck with the cd and uh and your two shows that are coming up and we're going to be hearing from you guys a little later you can do an in, in studio set right yes yes sir thank you all right dusty Kristen, sevens revenge thank you so much thank you thank you all right we want to thank sevens revenge and Raymond Hayden for coming in, the two artists. And they play a lot. I know Seven's Revenge plays a lot around Tacoma. And I, Raymond Hayden, those guys are going to get kicking real soon. And I think we should all go out, show our support to those guys. And uh, we're going to get out of here. That's the end of segment one. So let's go out with the live song by Seven's Revenge. These gals can sing. Hey there, we are Seven's Revenge, and this is Lightning.